Welcome to the Portable Entrepreneur Podcast, helping web design and SEO entrepreneurs start and grow their online business. Here's your host, web designer, SEO, and founder of PortableEntrepreneur.com, Christine Mizell. I'm loving the question I received from Joel who asked, I'm working with a few clients and the projects are taking months to complete and I'm starting to feel like it's not worth my time. So what can I do to finish projects faster? Love, love, love this question because I think this is really a widespread issue for so many entrepreneurs in this web design space, especially even the SEO space. And I believe that there are factors that contribute to this, both from the business side and from the client side. Now, sometimes it's one or the other, but a lot of times there is a combination of both sides that are causing these projects to delay. Now, of course, this is an issue because the longer it takes you to complete a client project, if you have not budgeted for that extra time, if you're not serving other clients in that time because you should have been able to take on other clients, then you are less profitable. So of course that isn't fun. And as you start having less and less fun on a project because it's taken so long, you start to lose motivation, which means you stop doing your best work and your focus is no longer on getting the best results for the client. And it's more on just, can I get this project off my plate finally? So I find that when client projects are taking too long, there's usually one of four issues going on. If not, several of these issues. So what I want to do is I want to share the different issues with you. And then I want to give you something that you can do, something that you can work on, take action on so that you can start seeing improvements with the length of time it takes you to complete these client projects. All right. Sound good. So let's start with number one. The first one is you land a new deal. Let's say it's a web design project and you need to gather content. Oh, I know some of you were like, oh my goodness, I remember this client or that client and we were all excited, ready to go and I asked them to send me the content for the website and crickets. And we set a deadline and they passed it and they said sorry and oh, we set a new deadline. Oh, and they passed it. And it gets really, really frustrating because you're there, you're ready to start the project, but you don't have what you need to do it. So this is, you know, maybe the the content for the pages. This could be images for the pages. So what I really like to do here is make sure that upfront that we are creating a schedule, that we are walking through this with the client. They understand the importance of their role. Some clients, if we do not really educate them upfront, they think that they can just dump the project and leave. Like, great, I've hired somebody, now I don't have to do a thing. And so I make sure that I'm really engaging with that client in the beginning so that they understand when you're working with me, this is a partnership. You understand your business the best and I understand web design the best, or I understand SEO, marketing, et cetera, the best. And when we can work together, we're really gonna be able to produce amazing results for your business. You've shared you wanted to do X, Y, or Z. I'm here to help you get there here's what I'm going to need from you. And here's when I'm going to need it from you in order to get you X result by Y date. Okay. So I want to make sure that I'm being very, very clear and even talking to clients about, is there anything that you believe when we look at the whole project? Okay. This is where I'm going to need content from you. This is where I'm going to need feedback from you, et cetera, et cetera. Is there anything that you believe that could stand in your way from meeting these deadlines? Like we'll literally have that conversation. 
So that way they realize how important it is to stick to those deadlines. Now, there is also a tool that is really, really good for helping this and that can also automate part of this process for you, which is amazing. I am all for investing in a tool that is one going to automate something in my job that I no longer have to do now. It is going to save me time because when I have my time saved, I stay highly motivated. I am staying in my lane, working on only income generating tasks, not small follow-up admin related tasks. And ultimately by doing that, that helps my business be more profitable. So if you were listening to the last episode, we talked about this. If you are working a full-time job and you only have so much time, well, there's a lot that we can do with tools, but typically most entrepreneurs look at tools the wrong way. Well, what's the price? Ah, I don't want to invest in that. Ah, maybe later when I have clients, but how much time are you really spending on some of these admin related tasks that either you could outsource for just, you know, a few dollars an hour, you could bring in a tool to automate that process for you so that when you sit down with your limited hours, you are focusing it on the tasks that are $100, $1,000 type of tasks per hour and staying there, bringing in new clients. Wouldn't you rather focus on paying for a tool that let's say is $30, even $100. And in that time, when you automated that work and you don't have to do it anymore, you now landed a new $2,000 a month client. Okay. So you see how that really helps you. So this is just really how I look at tools, but that's enough of that, that side, that side tangent there. So when I talk about collecting content, a tool that is amazing for this is content snare. So I'm not sure if you've heard of this tool, but if you haven't, this allows you to go in and what you can do is you can set up your client there and then you can create requests for specific types of information. So this could be actual content. This could be, you know, if you need addresses, phone numbers, you know, lists of bios or staff members, images, whatever you need, and you can create that list. And what's really cool is not only does this automate a lot of the process for you, it allows you to set up templates. So when you use this for one client, then you can just duplicate it for other clients. You don't have to reset up everything. So the second, third, fourth, fifth time that you're using this, it's even more automated and even faster for you. So then you send the request for certain types of contents, you put in a due date, and then the best part is that this tool automatically follows up with that client when they don't have it back by that date. That means you don't have to draft all the new emails and all the new requests for all your new clients. You don't have to pull all the information together every time. You don't have to send multiple follow-up emails. So think about the amount of time something like that would really save you and how much of that time you could then dedicate to pulling in new high-paying clients. That's really what it is about. So if you haven't even looked at Content Snare, that is one that I would highly recommend. And if you head over to portableentrepreneur.com forward slash podcast, I even created a, a quick tour that shows you the inside of Content Snare so you know exactly how it works so that you can see if that's something that would work for you. Now, the second factor here is waiting on feedback. So you are asking the client, hey, I've put up the website, I need feedback on X, Y, and Z, could you get that to me? And then you don't hear back, you don't hear back on time, so you can't then complete the website and you just wanna launch it. 
And this is where I was also saying at the beginning of the projects, I create a feedback planner. This is really my schedule with them. And again, if you head over to portableentrepreneur.com forward slash podcast, you check out the show notes for this episode number 58, then there is a link there where you can download a free feedback planner. This is a feedback planner that I use. You can go in, you can put in the different uh, types of feedback that you're going to need throughout the project. So you can take a look at what I already have there, use that template, pop in the dates and send that over to a client you are working on. So this again is where we're talking about this upfront with the client. They know to expect this that way we're there with them. Put it on your calendar. If you are on a video call with them, for example, you're, you're doing your first onboarding call, talking about what to expect and so on. Have them put these dates on their calendar while you are sitting there live. Get it on their calendar now so nothing else can get in their way. So having this up front really helps both you and the client. Now it's gonna help you to make sure you get what you need to done in order for them to give you feedback by that date and it's on their calendar, they know up front, so they're more likely to do it. Now the third factor is waiting for a team. Okay, if you have team members or if you are just a, a single person at this point in your business, you may spend time going back and reviewing what you've done. Oh wait, I, I think I checked this. Wait, did I? I don't know, let me go back and see. Or you're waiting for the team, well, you know, did they do all those steps? Don't oh, wait, now I gotta go back and review all these different steps. This is where having a workflow process is very, very important. Okay, so understanding what is involved. So if you have a project or for your next project, what I would recommend is start documenting literally every aspect of that project, every task for that project. And then who is going to be responsible? Now, right now, it may just be you responsible for everything. Okay. But as you start getting other people on board, and this doesn't even have to be full-time people, this could just be somebody you hire just on you know, an as-needed basis, then you can start adding their names in there as well. But that way, if you have this and every person is going through, check, check, did it, did it, did it, then you know whether or not it's been done. So now you don't have to log back into the website, go see something. You can literally just go step-by-step step through your process to make sure everything is done. This as well, as I was talking about in the last episode, if you listen to, this is how I also can take days off. I can go on vacation. I can go on trips last minute and be able to know that projects are still going to get done, whether I'm taking them on the road with me, whether I then turn them over to my team or whatever needs to be done because we have these processes in place. When you're first starting, you don't have it. It's okay. You develop it over time, but that is something to start working on now. Now, the fourth factor is getting stuck. What happens if you're working on a project and you just get stuck? You don't know what to do. You know, you went in to do a 10 minute task and then something else popped up and you don't know what to do now. What's your plan? How are you gonna stay on track? Because remember, you told the client when you need feedback, so you have to make sure you're holding up your end of the schedule as well. So this is where either having a team member or outsourcing is very important. And outsourcing before you need it, before you think you need it. So that way when you end up stuck, okay? Or let's say, you know, something happens with your kid or something happens with you and then you can't 
finish up the project on time, there's a task you can't get to that day because you got to go to an appointment or whatever happens, you have a backup. You got a plan B. So knowing where that is now, even if you don't know who, whether that's a freelancer, it's an individual, it's a company that you're going to turn and go to, having that backup plan is also going to help you stay on track with your project as well. So I have resources for all of these. Make sure to head over to portableentrepreneur.com forward slash podcast. Check out the episode notes for episode 58. And there you'll be able to download this free information. You'll be able to start using it in your business as well. But these are the four main areas that I typically find slow up a project. So what I would encourage you to do, Joel, and others as well, is to look at these four areas. Are you having trouble gathering content? waiting on feedback from a client, reviewing what you've done or waiting for your team, reviewing what your team has done, or are you just finding yourself stuck on many of the tasks? Or is it a combination of these? So when you can sit down and really identify what is causing the delay, then we can figure out, well, how can we automate part of this process? How can we make sure we've done what we need to do? How can we make sure we continue to move this project along faster, whether this is coming from our end as the business or from the client's end so that we get this done on time. The client is happy. The client still gets an amazing quality work and our business becomes more profitable. Thanks for listening to the Portable Entrepreneur Podcast. For more business tips, tutorials, and resources, visit www.portableentrepreneur.com.